K-I-N-Y, where you don't miss a thing. Time once again for Capital Chat, and we are talking evening at Egan today. I have Karen Sokaitis. She is the Dean of Arts and Sciences at UAS, and I also have on the line with me today Alexis Function. She is the founder and CEO of Waka, which I can't wait to tell you all about, and she can't wait either. Welcome, you two. Thank you so much. Now, I got them both on the phone line today. Really excited we could have them here. So, Karen, you help set up Evening in Egan. You're the Dean of Arts and Sciences at UAS. This is always such a great function, and it's always really amazing to see some of the speakers you bring in. So, I'm going to kind of let you set up Alexis today, because you were the one that kind of hunted her down. You were the one that brought her here, and you were the one that kind of set all this up. So, Karen, I'm going to let you take the floor to kind of introduce Alexis today, because I can't wait to hear more about her organization. I'm happy to. So I love our Evening at Egan series. I've been at UAS for a year now, and I get so excited by the speakers that the Chancellor's Office brings in. And I was at a tourism conference in Sitka, and I met Alexis. Um, I heard her speak there. And we're actually really interested at the University of Southeast in arts and sciences about exploring ideas around regenerative tourism um, I think it's a conversation that we're actively having right now. So I went down to the conference. I heard Alexis speak. I was completely blown away by um, everything that she had to say, which I'll, I'll turn it over to her in just a moment. But then kind of UA-wide, we had an opportunity to collaborate on a speaker series this year that's actually sponsored by the Educational Legacy Fund. Um uh, again, UA-wide. So UAA is going to have a speaker this year. UAF is going to have a speaker this year. All kind of surrounding regenerative business in Alaska. And I volunteered to go first because I had the perfect speaker in mind, and that was Alexis. So we decided to have our speaker come to an evening at Egan lecture. Um, I called Alexis. She was game to come to Juno and talk to us about regenerative tourism. Which I can't wait to hear about this. With that being said, I want to welcome Alexis Function in here. She's the founder and CEO of Waka. And I think just to open this up, Alexis, one, we're so happy that you're doing this. And two, why don't you tell us a little bit about your organization and what you represent? Thanks, Dan. Yes. Um, Well, uh, Waka LLC is a culmination of working 25 years in cultural and regenerative and the tribal tourism space. And uh, before I, Waka's mission is to help people to connect with authentic local regenerative experiences and um, globally eventually, but starting local. And I just want to say that um, I got my start in tourism right there in Juneau. I did research for an undergraduate honors thesis on contemporary Northwest Coast arts which is very closely tied to the tourism industry. And it's how I learned about uh, keystoning in the galleries. And there was a lot of exploitation in tourism, especially with Native artists in the 90s. But it's amazing to see how many Native gallery owners we have now in town. And um, that conference that Karen just mentioned where we met, it was actually hosted and organized by my former boss, uh, Camille Ferguson with Tribal Tours, where I also worked (laughs) as a guide for a few years. So I'm really happy to be coming back around full circle to Juneau, where it all started and where I learned so much about this industry before I went global. 
And this is so cool. You never hear this phrase, and I'm, I want to start hearing it more, economic diversification. And that's something you really focus on. So I guess, what are some issues and challenges kind of facing Southeast? Well, in terms of economic diversification, we all know that um, the cruise lines bring us most of our passengers, and they wield their power with cities up and down the region. Um, and, and what they will do, they only work with certain vendors, for example. They own a lot of the shops down in the downtown areas, for example. And really, when uh, the cruise ship came in, the infrastructure and the agreements that were made between cities and them, especially Juno, made it really impossible to diversify. And uh, cruise lines also like to privilege the same experience over and over and over, kind of like a McDonald's or a Disneyland, so that their guests know what to expect. So there's a standard quality of service. But even within that overarching framework, I feel like we can turn it into a positive uh, scaffolding board for diversifying the types of offerings that locals have for visitors. And it's also going to make visitors experience so much richer and probably bring more revenue in that circulates locally and doesn't leak out. Well, and you work on these really fun business models that really value community, environmental stewardship, and of course, just people, planet, profit is kind of what you're thing. And I love the new indigenous tourism business models that you kind of discuss too. And you're going to be talking about that at Evening in Egan, right? Yes, I will be talking about that, and um, I've had kind of an extensive history um, working in Indigenous tourism in many different places, and I've seen so many unique, out-of-the-box, exciting, successful examples um, from Indigenous tourism owners and operators, you know, from Africa to New Zealand, Australia, and of course all over North America. So I'm going to share some things that I've seen that haven't really been thought of or done in Southeast, but Southeast would be ripe for all these fresh ideas. Okay, you got to give us at least one fresh idea without revealing too much. <laughs> well, uh, there was a guy named Maurice Manuatu, and I'll talk about him. He's Maori, and he lives in a little town called Kaikura, which was uh, economically dying, almost kind of like when Sitka lost its pulp mill. And so this family started up a whale watching business, started with two little rubber skiffs, and it ended up creating the entire economy, a very diverse economy in this town. And Maurice is a, a sole proprietor of uh, Maori Tour, and his tour is so out of the box. He just walks, takes you to the beach, shows you the cultural landscape. You go in the forest, you learn to sing Maori songs with them, and then you go have tea with his mom at her house like afternoon tea, like they do in New Zealand. And, you know, it's, it's not it's the kind of canned tour that, um, that you think of. Usually when you go places, you think of getting on a bus and being told all the history. This was, like, deeply cultural and deeply personal. It made me feel like family, like kin. And I could see a lot of this really taking off in southeast Alaska. No, that sounds really unique. Like, I would totally do something like that because I think I want, like, when I go on, like, you know, big vacations and stuff, I don't like being with big tours and stuff like that. I want to be in small kind of focused tours, and I really like learning about the history of places and cultures around it. So I think this is really unique. I like that. It's one of the most fun, memorable tours I ever took, and I've probably taken too far too many to count. <laughs> <laughs> so Evening at Egan, Karen, when is it going to be? And let's remind people when they can come or uh, listen to Alexis and this great information that she has. 
fantastic. So we are doing this um, this Friday evening, and we're actually going to have a reception beforehand so people can come and mingle. Um, they can meet Alexis. Um, that's going to start around 6 o'clock. We're just going to have some refreshments and some mingling. And then the actual lecture is going to start at 7 p.m. Um, we do have, we've been publicizing kind of all over town and on our website a QR code. If people can't make it in person, we want to make sure that people all over um, Alaska, really all over the country, could listen to this. Um, so we're going to live stream it also. But we really want folks in Juneau to come in person if they can. So that would that would be great. Um, and it's at our Egan Library. And again, the lecture starts at 7 p.m. And Alexis, if people want more information on Waka, how can they find that? Oh, um, probably at the lecture. <laughs> so they want more information about what you got, just come to the lecture. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have a website, but I'm revamping it. So. <laughs> okay. Well, you and a lot of other people are revamping stuff right now. So please, I implore you to go check out Alexis and what she has to talk about. It's some really interesting stuff and some things that could really impact Southeast for the better when it comes to tourism. So definitely want you to go check it out. I want to thanks Karen, I want to thank Karen Sokitis, the Dean of Arts and Sciences for UAS, for being on today. And I really want to thank Alexis Function for doing this evening at Egan Lecture. She's the founder and CEO of Waka. Very much looking forward to this. Thank you, you two. See you Thanks there. so much for having us. And remember, you can always download past episodes of Capital Chat over at KINYradio.com. It's that easy to do. And make sure you check out Evening at Egan. It's going to be this Friday at 7 o'clock, and it's going to be live streamed as well. But of course, they want to see some people in person. Get people back. Support this great thing that they do, Evening at Egan, and of course, a great lecture that Alexis is going to be putting on. So, download past episodes of Capital Chat over at KINYradio.com.